Yourself and Millie, a podcast about pop culture and hot goss through the lens of your nosy neighbor. I'm your host and nosiest of neighbors, Millie Brooks, and this is episode one of season two, guys. Season dos. We got a hot, hot season lineup for you guys, and this first episode is all about witches. <laughs> That was my witch's cackle. You're welcome. Um, So I don't know about you guys, but I think witches are making a comeback these days. Um, And today we are going to answer all of your questions about the magical sorcerers that are witches. But before we dive in, a friendly reminder to subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud and follow us on Instagram at me, myself, Millie. That's at symbol M-E-M-Y-S-E-L-F-M-I-L-L-I-E for updates and stuff behind the scenes. See you there. With us to discuss all things magical is your friendly neighborhood modern mystic and urban wizard, Katie Rubin! Welcome, Katie! Now, Katie, before we launch into it, do you have any good neighborhood goss you can share with us? Oh my gosh, like literally about people in my neighborhood? Any good goss. Any good goss. Oh, God. Okay. So, my house is being painted right now by some house painters. And let's just say the lead house painter is a little cuckoo. (laughs) He's a little cuckoo. He's a little off the old rocker. He's had a lot of encounters with lead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's the kind of cuckoo where... You're like, I'm like leaving my kitchen in the morning to like get to the car to get to the thing. And he's like, well, hey there. And I'm going to talk for 20 minutes and not notice that you're trying to get the hell out of here. And I'm going, good to see you. Got to go. Good to see you. Got to go. He won't let me go. (laughs) So I just now walk away while he's talking. He's still talking and I just leave is how... It is now. You got to do the walk and talk. That's like what I do. the wave walk and talk. Bay, see ya, bye, yeah. I'll be great. like, great, that's so great, thanks so much. Okay, have a great day. And he's like, and still finishing his set. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Anyway, so he hires this underling guy mm-hmm. to paint with him. Hot as the day is long, this guy. Wow. So hot, muscles, tan, chiseled, the whole thing. The guy and I, flirty, flirty, flirty town. Flirty town, flirty, but it's always like he's on the roof. Yeah. And he'll be like, good morning, Katie. And I'm like, oh, hey, on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I sit, this is like days of flirting. And he's clearly like interested and I'm interested. I finally say to my landlord, so I live on a one bedroom on the back of a house. The guy who, the couple that owns the house, I go, you know, if helper guy's phone number wound up in my phone, I wouldn't be sad about it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, all right. You might want a little background before you take it. And I go, oh, okay, what do you mean? (laughs) And he's like, well, current meth addict, in treatment, been there about a week, (laughs) recovering, on the right track, super Christian, nothing wrong with Christians, but like my landlord knows that I'm not necessarily perfectly, like I'm not a religious person, Um, very into country music, Republican, FYI. And I was like, thank you, noted, 
mama's backing off. <laughs> I'm, I'm still latching on to <laughs> meth addict with muscles. Right? <laughs> I mean, right? I'm still, like, I haven't moved past that fact yet. I love that you caught that, because it passed me entirely. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, he's keeping care of the body, but, you know, smoking a little meth. Okay. Well, that's some good goss. Some good goss. Okay. So, let's get into it. The word witch mm. has a lot of different definitions. Yep. Tell us what you know about all those different meanings. Oh boy, Millie, <laughs> so many quests, that's a big one! Okay, well, <clears throat> I feel like for people listening, it might be useful to have a tiny bit of context to understand where I'm coming from. So, like, I'm a, as you know, I do energy work professionally, mm -hmm. so I'm an energy healer. Um, and I do some stuff called reading the Akashic records. And so what that means is I'm a particular kind of spiritualist who taps into a particular kind of divine light source to read for people and to bring healing through for any problem at all. So we can treat physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all problems on all levels. It's very cool. It's very powerful, blah, blah, blah. It is very much not Wicca and it is very much not witchcraft. Um, in the sense that, in the way that people who practice what they call witchcraft would, would define it. Mm -hmm. So it was great to, that you asked me to do this because it, I had to like Google some stuff and read some books and, re, and sort of get familiar with the terminology and how it is different from what I do. So one thing that I think is important for people to know or f might be fun and interesting is that <clears throat> what is called witchcraft is known in that lineage as magic, and they spell it with a K at the end, M-A-G-I-C-K. Wow. Yes. Now, if you see the word in print, M-A-G-I-C, that's yeah. magician making jokes, rabbit out of a hat. M-A-G-I-C-K is what witches practice. Specifically Wiccan. Now, no. not necessarily. So that's another interesting point that I learned, which I sort of knew but didn't really, which is that Wicca is a religion that is now formally recognized, and thank you for asking me when, because I learned, <laughs> that, that in America <laughs> they started recognizing it in 1986. I'm checking my notes here. But it was recognized formally as a religion in England, which is where it's from, in 1954. Okay. So this guy, Gerald Gardner who was a retired British civil servant, brought it forward and made it popular in England. Okay. Now this is Wicca, the religion. So in the same way that <clears throat> not all Christians are Christian mystics, mm -hmm. not all Wiccans practice witchcraft. So you could say that witchcraft is the energy work or the spiritual essence work of the religion Wicca. Okay, can you say that one more time? Because there's an airplane overhead. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> Thanks so much, Norwegian Airlines. Is it Norwegian? I don't know. <laughs> they, they fly out of Oakland, so gotcha. I'm assuming. Okay. So, which, from where? From um, the point that you said about um, England. 
England, it being recognized in England in 1954. Oh, okay. So, um, Wicca the religion was mm -hmm. recognized formally as a religion in America in 1986, apparently. I just learned this doing some research for our chit-chat today. Mm -hmm. And it was formally recognized originally as a religion in England in 1954. Okay. Um, brought forth by a guy named Gerald Gardner, who was a British civil servant. He popularized it. Now, the important thing to add to that is that it's technically, from my research, the oldest... I should say it's an offshoot or a different expression of the oldest religion. It's literally been around since the beginning. Wow. Wicca. But it was only just recognized until a, very recently. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Now, the part of why it's uh, Wiccans think of it as being part of the original origins of all religion is because shamanism was really the very beginning of any sort of spiritual religious practices. But shamanism, again, is to do with bringing forth energies and powers and consciousness that can create healing for people. A mm. religion is necessarily, usually, generally speaking, mm -hmm. about rules and structures and teachings and dogmas about how to behave in the world to do well with your life and be close to God. Mm -hmm. Mysticism, or spiritual practices, are about knowing God in the fibers of your being. So inside yourself. Inside yourself, directly, viscerally, like of the body, direct, direct, direct. Mm -hmm. Now, once certain people on mystical paths get really good, you could say, at that, or you could say practice mystical practices long enough, you begin to be able to do things with the energy of time and space. You can, like, literally do crazy, weird magic stuff. Okay. So the Wiccans who practice witchcraft... And remember, some Wiccans don't practice witchcraft. Oh. Some witchcraft people aren't Wiccan. Mm-hmm. So remember, Wicca is the religion. Witchcraft is a mystical practice of using magic to change things, to heal things, to bring light, to bring healing, to bring joy. But not all Wiccans are witches. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, well... Let's get into Wiccan, the, the religion aspect of it. Can you briefly tell us about the Wiccan religion and contemporary paganism? Um, you told us it was recognized in the United States in the 80s. Mm -hmm. um, is there a difference between the two? Between Wicca, Wicca and paganism? Yeah. As far as I understand, yes. Um, Paganism is a broader, I'll put it like this, most Wiccans are pagan in the sense that paganism is about worshiping natural things, the earth, the air, the fire, the water. They're about, there are earth spirits in pagan systems, there are, there's all kinds of spiritual juju going on, but it's all earthbound, okay? <clears throat> and so most Wiccans are usually pagan. Mm-hmm. But not always. Okay. So it doesn't always cross over. Okay. That's what I understand about all of that. Got it. Yeah. That's great. Um, so in your experience, how does one become a witch? And is it um, a calling from within? You know? Yeah. Is it something that you feel called to or desire? Or like, what are the steps? That's a great question. So... In the same way that any spiritual practitioner of any mystical path becomes 
a mystic in any way, a witch could become a witch. And I guess I feel I should say that another thing to really understand about the word witch is that so we have so many like social connotations with the word witch. There's like we think Halloween, lady with a black pointy hat riding on a broom. That image came out of when <clears throat> the first witches were practicing witchcraft, meaning pagan spiritualists who were trying to help people and bring light and love to the world through mystical practices that cause healing to happen. Mm -hmm. The Engl in England, the church didn't like that because it wasn't the church. Mm. And they were like, nah, nah, nah. So they started to demonize the witchcraft people and say like, oh, you guys are all doing this thing called black even, magic. Even though they were doing good. Correct. Wow. Yes. And so, I mean, that's kind Is of... Is it also sort of like, I feel like there's sort of like a sexist connotation there oh, too. 100%. Like how do we control the the women who are doing their own thing. Yeah, and the women who know things that we don't want the masses to know mm -hmm. because we, we as the church don't want the masses to be empowered and enlightened. We want them to follow us. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna shut these guys down so that we maintain the power and the money and the authority. I mean, on the political level, that's what was going on with that. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's of course, there's always been across time, dimension, space, and reality, the let's shut the women up because they know too much and we have more upper body strength. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So so just to finish that thought real yeah. quick is just that so so the word witch, we think of Halloween, but we think of Halloween because the church long, long ago said witches are bad, witches do this thing called black magic, don't trust them. So the iconography became, ooh, scary witch flying in the sky, gonna cast a spell on you. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's just what's in popular culture because of the history. Mm. So another way the word witch is used is by Wiccans who are practicing light magic, trying to contribute to the world. They might call themselves a witch if that word identifies for them or resonates or whatever. And then a third way that I just feel like I should so sort of acknowledge for people listening is that <clears throat> a lot of people who practice spiritual healing work that is n in no way connected to Wicca they themselves will call themselves a witch because what they mean by the word witch is just, I can do magic stuff with my energy field. Mm. Now, I am a person who I do, you as you know, a lot of crazy woo-woo shit with my energy field. I personally don't identify with the word witch. I don't like it. It doesn't resonate for me. I hear it and I go like, there's like, it's just not my lineage. It's just not what interests me. But I have friends who do the same kind of healing work I do with clients and they call themselves a witch. Mm. So it's all it's sort of up for grabs okay. of how you want to use it. Of but how you want to, how you sort of identify. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple of questions yeah. from the listeners. And this is from Ryan H. in San Francisco. What place should rituals have in our modern internet lives? Why perform them? Well, that's a big question, Ryan, from wherever you just said. San Francisco. Thank you. Um, I don't believe in using the word should myself. Um, there's no should to rituals. There's no should to anything. But the purpose of rituals would be, there's many purposes to rituals. One reason to do rituals is for psychological peace of mind. 
people do things like, for example, I wake up every morning and I do my spiritual practice. I, well, I do espresso and then I do my spiritual practice. That's a ritual. Why do I do that? Because it creates a steadiness and a template and a, and a pattern for me to always stick to that makes my life feel manageable for me. So a lot of people do rituals literally just to stabilize themselves and to feel, you know, mm -hmm. psychologically grounded. grounded, centered, whatever. In the Wiccan perspective, rituals are literally used, and, and the witchcraft perspective, rituals are used to um, bring forth gifts. So uh, let me put it this way. From what I understand, <clears throat> when practicing witches in covens, which just means groups of people practicing that mystical process, do rituals, they are, they are thanking the gods honoring the gods, and as a result, being gifted by the gods with particular things they ask for. So mm -hmm. there was a few rituals I was watching actually this morning when I was watching some videos about this, and this particular uh, English witch group, they, one person was asking for luck, the mm. next person was asking for wisdom, the next person was asking for peace of mind. And so literally doing the ritual, they like, wear a certain outfit, put the necklace on, walk in a circle, burn a thing in the fire, chant certain words, and as a result, their belief or their experience is that they're connecting with the spirits of nature, because remember, it's usually pagan. Got it. And that the spirits of nature are then giving them what they require or desire. Got it. Yeah. And then I do feel I should say to honor Wiccans who are much more... I'm sure there's so many more people that are so much more learned about this topic that you could speak to specifically about Wicca, but to honor them, I, I should just say that, like, I listened to a very, um, she's a lawyer, this woman, uh, who's also a Wiccan priestess, and oh. she's, like, a badass and super grounded and super sassy and really, like, not super woo-woo in her mm -hmm. personality, and she was like, here's what people need to understand. Um, Wicca is not about, uh, it's not a belief system. It's not like, so when people go like, what do you guys believe? They go, it's not about what we believe. It's about what we experience. Mm. So you do the practices of Wicca in order to experience something. And then she, her argument was, once you experience it, you know what you know. It's not about believing. So they don't teach a dogma that's like, you must believe these things. Okay. The way that, say, Christianity teaches. Right. Or most of the big religions we're familiar with. Right. This is the way and these are the truths. Wicca says, like, here's some practices you can do. Try them. See what happens. So it's an experiential process. Mm. And another thing about Wicca that's interesting is it's ever-evolving. So it's, like, constantly changing, and it's decentralized. So there's no, like, the Catholic Church. There's no, like, the Wiccan Church. Mm. It sort of, like, evolves like nature does. Oh, that's yeah. kind of beautiful. It's so beautiful. Wow. It's super beautiful. And the reason I thought, too, it was important, just briefly, to mention that um, that they're not a belief system is that's the important distinction also between um, mysticism and religion. So the mystical path of any religious order or any spiritual group, the mystics within it are not about beliefs. Mm. I myself am not about beliefs. I'm about clearing that which creates limitation and that which makes me unhappy. Mm. And that which blocks me from serving. Mm. Got it. So there's nothing to believe. Yeah. There's just things to do, practices to try, that create more ease and flow and joy and freedom. Got it. That's good. 
Um, so I hope that helps Ryan in San Francisco in some uh, Well, I think it does, because I think there is sort of like, I mean, rituals, routine, they're all something to ground us in our daily lives. Right. Give us a little bit of structure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And everybody can benefit from that. 100%. What are your thoughts on casting spells mm. for good versus evil? Mm-hmm. What is the line? This is another question from Meg H., also in San Francisco. Cool. What is the line between the two? Of casting spells for good versus evil. If you're casting a hex on, say, Cheetolini. Who is that? Trump. Oh. (laughs) um, Is that considered dark witchcraft? Or if it's for the ultimate good, is that okay? Right. So this all depends on who you talk to. I mean, it 100% depends on who you talk to. Different people will tell you different things. I have a point of view about this. I'll Mm -hmm. happily share it. Great. So... My point of view is that I don't personally do any spell casting. What I do is breaking of spells. Mm. So clients will come to me and there will be a curse or a spell or a vow that they're still holding in their nervous system from a past life or this life, and we can clear that. When we clear it, we fill the space that was cleared with the highest and best divine light. Why do we do that? Because... The, the point of view I function from is if you clear that spell, you now have choice again. Mm. So spells create um, the outcome that the spellcaster wants. Mm. It doesn't create the outcome that the individual wants. Mm. So personally, I'm not about spells at all. Okay. Because I'm about individual freedom. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I also personally know from my practices, just in mm-hmm. my own little world, right. that... When we cast spells, it's karmically icky. Icky. You're going to have to later clear that. The fact that you cast it, it's not... On someone else. On someone else. No matter how bad they are. No matter how bad they are, eventually you're carrying the pain in your heart of having done that. Mm. Now, if you, let's say, this is where it's dicey and tricky. Let's say you, um, I don't know, send some energy to Chitolini that... Mm, causes him pain and then he dies and then he's not the president anymore and then everybody's happy, which is not exactly how that would go, but let's just say that were true. Right. Was that for the greatest good or not? I don't believe I'm here to say. Okay. I can't say because I'm certainly not God. But I think there is, there's sort of a ricochet effect. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, you cast something out. Exactly. It might bounce back. Exactly. It's like the butterfly effect. Mm -hmm. Like a butterfly flaps his wings in Japan and there's a tsunami in Miami. Oh God, really? Does that happen? Well, that's a... Oh God, (laughs) stay away from butterflies. If we take anything away from this episode, (laughs) steer clear. But the butterfly effect is a very popular term or phrase or idea that just means, you know, Millie casts a spell on a caterpillar in her backyard and it has, as you said, a ripple effect that we don't know the outcome of. Okay. Which is why, from my perspective, I'm not about casting spells on nobody. Right. But I'm interested in helping people break free of the spells that are sticking them. Mm. So are they real? In my experience, 100% yes. Spells are real. 100%. Oh, shit. 100%. Shit. And here's what's really interesting. You can cast a spell just by thinking shitty thoughts about people. Oh, no. I know. It's a, no. I know. It's a bummer. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such God. a bummer. Wow. So, you know, I okay. don't want to cast spells. But 
if the, I, I love this person's question about like for good for evil it's like who are you to cast a spell on anybody ever would be mm. the question I would ask mm. now other people take a different point of view but then what about the butterfly effect right that's how I look at it right got it yeah because whatever you do to someone else if they haven't asked you to do it and they don't want it to happen and they're not spiritually aligned with it you are fucking with time and space in a way that will bounce back wow wow so as you were talking i i could hear a soccer game across the street yeah. cheering uh. and i felt like they're yeah. cheering that oh, idea i love that okay i love that let's move on to the next question yeah. any recommendations for some good love spells okay so the way i would frame this again i'm not yeah. about spells you're not I, about spells but maybe yeah love conjuring conjuring yeah or love prayers uh -huh. or love incantations mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um my perspective is you know when we ask the universe for stuff or god or the divine light or whatever you like to call the all that is mm -hmm. consciousness whatever nature nature whatever your jam is mm -hmm. when we ask it for stuff we want let's say we want love or whatever what the universe brings to us is everything inside of us as individuals that is blocking us from receiving that. Mm. So if you're ready to receive love, love will just show up. Wow. If you're not ready to receive love, love will not show up. But what will show up is pain or struggle that is designed to teach you where you need to heal so that you can receive love. So I would just say to people, pray to God, pray to the trees, mm -hmm. pray to the river, pray to the great spirit of Ra, whoever mm -hmm. you like, mm -hmm. for love to come and be aware when you ask for stuff, it is given. But if in you there is stuff blocking you from receiving that, you're mm. going to need to kind of move through that in order to be able to really receive it. I gotcha. Boom. I gotcha. Okay, now we're going to get a little bit commercial okay. with witches. Let's do it. What is your favorite witch movie and why? <laughs> oh, right. And this question is so fun. I'm not that into witch movies! <laughs> oh, no! But I do like, um, I did like the TV show, Bewitched. Oh, that was fun. Super fun. That was so fun. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. The little noise that would make when her nose oh, would twitch. Oh, I love it. So charming. I love it. So funny. I liked, too, that, like, magic was sort of being popularized in that moment and being, like... Yes, in the 50s. In the 50s! Yeah, when, like, ooh, everybody was super critical of the woman. Of course, right? Super critical. Totally. How she dressed, how she looked, how the cake was made, yeah. everything. Yeah, and interesting, when you go back and watch that show, she looks perfect, and she's being the perfect 50s wife. Life, but yes. also, she's a witch. She's a witch. Who can control time and space. I liked so, it. I also she... loved her mom. I don't remember. Tell me. Oh, her mom was like, ooh. She was like... A badass? She was badass. She had like the extravagant eye makeup. Oh. You know, the like she was wearing moo-moos all the time. Yes. I don't remember her name, but she was cool. That's she awesome. She was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the most important thing you think people should know about witches? I think the most important thing is that in the same way that in any mystical practice, there are people using it to harm other people. Of course, there are Wiccans or witches using magic to do dark shit. But that's like 
0.0005%. Okay. Like I made that number totally up, mm -hmm. but my point being... It's a small percentage. Yes, the, mo the majority of people practicing witchcraft are women, frankly, mm -hmm. but there are men too, who are using it to feel better and to lighten the load of the world and to connect with nature and to have an open heart and to be mm. loving and generous. So like, it's just unfortunate that culturally we have this sort of idea about what the word witch is that yeah. is unfair and is based on that old history stuff. On that old history stuff from England. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there such thing... Well, this kind of talks dovetails into the next question. Yeah. Does is there such a thing as a good witch and a bad witch? Right. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like we just sort of touched on that. Touched on. Yeah. That. It's like anybody using any energetic or mystical powers to harm other people, I might call that a bad witch. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Excuse me. I you drink it, sister. Yeah. Hydrate. Hydrate. The witches of the world say we must hydrate. <laughs> hydrate. Yeah. Um. Continue, sorry. Well, yeah, no, just that idea that, like, if you're trying to do harm to people, I feel like I'm not I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not might, on board. I might call you a bad witch. Yeah. But I don't really know anybody like that who's true. Except. Yeah. This is a cool thing, and it's kind of goss. Okay, too. well, th this is the forum. Yeah! <laughs> so I knew a girl. I was doing a play, mm -hmm. and I knew a girl in the play years and years and years ago. I won't say where. She was so mean. And she mm. wanted everyone to feel bad. And she would sort of like, you know. I don't like that. It was rough. Real mean, real power hungry. And she would say mean shit over. You know how like a lot of mean people like hide their meanness because they don't want to be judged as being mean? Right, right. She did not give a hmm. Oh, she had no mask. No mask. She was just wow. like a gossip, like the icky kind of gossip where yeah. it's like, this bitch and that and uh, oh. and people she's like my friend like triangulating people oh triangulating and every weird icky psychological thing you can do to people she was doing oh god and i noticed that literally by the end of that run we were all so thirsty to get out of that dressing room because she had cast a spell on us how do you know because you can feel it oh you god. know you're around someone and you feel you feel heavy every time you're around them you can't get out of the thinking, the negative thinking. You try to please them, but you can't stop. They won't be pleased, but now you want their approval, but you don't care, and you know you shouldn't care, but you do. And you're just caught. That's you're caught in their web. You're caught in the intention they're setting to do harm in their web. Oh, God. So when I left that show, I was so happy to not have to be in her energy field anymore. But I noticed for me, because I'm all woo-woo, right? Yeah. I had to literally go home open my Akashic records, clear her out of my field, pull a bunch of heavy shit she had put in me out. Now, I bet you if you talk to that girl on the street, she's not going to say to you, yes, I'm a witch practicing black magic. Right. She would think that was crazy. But she's out there being so dark and so mean and so hurtful to human beings' hearts that she is literally casting spells and creating harm. Wow. So... She's that's, like a tornado. She's like a tornado. Wow. So that's real. That shit happens all the time. Now, she's an extreme case. Yeah. You know, the rest of us out there being like, God damn it, why'd you cut me off in traffic, guy in a Prius? You know, if you were to focus on that guy all night and think shitty thoughts about him and send him hate, then he would probably experience something as a result oh, God, of that. Oh, God, I know. But if you just go like, F you, buddy, and move along, is it the worst thing in the world? I'm going to go with no. Because mm -hmm. we need to have the expression of our lower self. Mm. But it's about how long we hold on to things. Because as you know, 
When we hold on to anger, it festers into hate and resentment. Yeah. And hate and resentment are powerful spellcasters. Mm. They like, fuck. Can I say bad words on this? Yes, yes. They fuck with people. (laughs) (laughs) Do we curse here? Yes. Wow. They fuck with people. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, Okay, so... Anything else super witchy that needs to be said that maybe I didn't ask you? Mm, thinking, thinking, thinking. I feel like I've like, I was like talking so fast and being like, I'm gonna make sure to get this point in and get this point yeah. in. But I feel like we touched everything. I guess like I just want to leave the listener with, you know, the the awareness and the reminder that the word magic with a K at the end doesn't mean I'm casting spells that harm people. It means I'm trying to like uplift and enlighten myself. Mm. And contribute to the world. Unless you're a dark witch. In which case you're doing icky magic spells to have power for yourself. Ooh. I know. I, I mean, all that power is a lot of responsibility. Girl, tell <laughs> me about it. Who wants it? Take it off me, please. Okay, so if people wanted to follow your urban wizard wizardry. Yes, ma'am. Um, and your lightness and all that you cultivate around you, where could they do that? They should go to katierubin.com forward slash energy work. They can just go to katierubin.com and they'll find it, but katierubin.com forward slash energy work, and that's K-A-T-I-E-R-U-B-I-N.com forward slash energy work. And that page describes all the healing work I do and all the crazy, wacky, woo-woo stuff. I love it. Yeah. Okay, let's um, let's round out this episode with a witch's cackle. Okay, I'm in three. three. <gasps> One, two, three. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Me, Myself, and Millie. Follow us on Instagram at Me, Myself, Millie for more podcast updates. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and share on social media. A special thanks to my husband, Rowan Brooks, for technical support, and Cal Reichenbach, who did all the music you heard in this episode. You can check him out at calzonemusic.com. Thanks, cutie bums, and see you next week.